Today, we are talking about the fruit of the Spirit, kindness. When I googled the word kindness, tons of things came up, and hardly any of them were from the Bible. But thankfully, God's Word has something to say about true biblical kindness. And I'll be sharing four ways to show your kids kindness, even when you're busy or you just don't feel like it. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so you will always be notified about new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a part of the Love Worth Finding podcast network, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey friends, today we are going to continue our devotions on the fruit of the Spirit and talk about kindness. In our world today, this idea of kindness is very popular, even with non-Christians, especially since the pandemic. There was so much loneliness and loss that came with that time. And there are a ton of mainstream kindness slogans like the Cinderella movie, Have Courage and Be Kind, um, songs by major artists on your Apple Music or wherever you listen about kindness. And they're usually associated with some kind of slogan, be kind. I've seen lots of T-shirts and all that kind of stuff. So all of that to say kindness is a popular topic in our world today. But we as Christians, above all others, We should exemplify kindness because we know where the root of true kindness comes from, and that is from the love of Jesus. So when I hear things like a waitress, for example, sharing that Sundays are her least favorite day to work because of how hard it is to serve church people or that they leave the lowest tips, or when I hear a mom share that she doesn't take her kids to church because Growing up with her quote-unquote Christian parents, they were verbally abusive to her or the church was. These kinds of stories, they break my heart, but they're real. Um, These things are really said. I've heard these things said by friends of mine. And it's not okay because above all others on this earth as Christians, we know all that Jesus has done for us. And we should have an even higher calling to love others and to be kind, right? So with this in mind, let's talk about what true biblical kindness looks like and how it can affect the type of mother that you and I can be with our kids. So let's start with this question. What is kindness? Really, what is kindness? Do you have a definition for it? I had to look it up myself, um, how the Bible defines it. It's basically... Love shown in practical and personal ways. So kindness is a partner of patience. And patience is the fruit of the Spirit that we talked about last month. So 1 Corinthians 13, 4 says, Love suffers long and is kind. So the first two ways that that verse describes how to love someone from the Bible is to be both patient and kind with them. When I think of kindness, I think of someone's smile first. You may think of something different, but you know what I'm talking about. When someone really smiles at you, they really see you, you know, looking someone in the eye and just giving them a smile so that they know that they're seen. And when you really see people, I think the Lord will show us their needs, their need for Jesus, but also just practically their physical needs too. 
For example, um, the story a lot of you have probably heard from Luke chapter 10. You may have heard it as a child. You may have read it from your um, kids' children's Bible. We've all heard it probably, but it's the one about the Good Samaritan. All the people, you know, they walked by this man that was in need and they saw him hurting, but they chose to turn away and just move on and go about their busy schedules because they had something that they had to do so they couldn't stop. They didn't really look at this man and see his needs. But the Samaritan intentionally chooses to stop what he's doing, and he shows this man kindness. And I think this story is just a great example of when we really see people and we choose to show kindness to them, it always makes a way for us to ultimately show them Jesus. So with our kids, the little ones that we're with the most, moms, this is a way when we really choose to stop and show our kids kindness and really see them, this is the way that we can show them Jesus. So knowing that the chief enemy of kindness is busyness, what are some ways that you and I can cut out busyness so that we can show our kids kindness? So very practically, here are four ways that I think that you could do this. The first one is simple, but also hard. Let me explain it. Put down your phone. That's the first one. I was reading a blog the other day, and this mom shared that she actually locks her phone in her car for two hours after school every day so that she can just focus on her kids. And I kind of chuckled to myself when I read that, but it's actually really good advice because when I thought about how significant but simple it was, I thought, what does that tell our kids when we do something like that? When we Don't worry about text messages or emails or announcements on social media or anything else. We put our phones away. It shows them that they are more important than anything else that is in our phones or otherwise. And I think that most kids would find that it's normal to find us with our phones, right, moms? I mean, I know my kids, if I leave my phone on the counter or try to walk out of the house without it, one of my boys is like, hey, mom, you forgot your phone (laughs) because we always have our phones, and they know that. But if we have our phones constantly, then what are we doing? We're looking down, right, at a screen. And this teaches our kids to do the same thing. So this is a challenge. Put the phone away. Maybe make a certain amount of time each day that you're going to do that so you can just be present with your kids or anybody else that you're around. And you might find that while you're watching your kids swing at the park or score a goal or whatever it may be, Not only are they going to eat up the attention that you're giving them all of your attention and they're going to love that, but you might also see others more as well. For example, maybe there's a mom that's sitting at the park too and she's hurting. She needs someone to show her kindness and the love of Jesus. And you would have never noticed if you were on your phone looking down, but you never know what can come from looking up at people instead of down at a screen. So that's challenge number one. Next is learn to love what your kids love. (laughs) God has made us all unique. And even though our kids may be little, you'll see early on, even if you have toddlers, you'll see early on the things that they just naturally gravitate to. You're probably thinking of some of those things right now. So for my oldest, from day one (laughs) out of the womb, it was sports. And for my youngest, it's always been animals. And of course, things can change throughout the years, but just learn to love what your kids love. And for me, I always thought I would have girls, that I wouldn't be a boy mom, but here I am with boys and I'm all in with that. 
I'm at all the sports games and the zoo and all the things that they like to do. Or maybe you're a girl mom and you have like the girliest princess pink loving girl in the world. And you personally prefer neutrals and wooden toys and no frills. But you know what? You just dive in and you just love what she loves. Tutus, princesses and all. And it might look like sitting down to play Legos or Play-Doh or baby dolls or tea party until you're blue in the face just over and over again until you're sick of it. But when they get older, it, it can change. It can change from playing little things to becoming like you're, you know, a taxi service. You're taking them from dance or music lessons or you're attending recitals or you're taking them to practice and you're constantly going to games. But you know what? You just learn to love what is important to them And you compliment them as they grow in their skill. But remember, this is the important part. It doesn't have anything to do with how good they are at something. It's just that you love seeing them play or do what they love. And this shows them intentional kindness because, like I said, it has nothing to do with their performance, but everything to do with you enjoying it with them and loving it with them. Whatever it is, just do it right alongside them. Number three, when you show your kids kindness and love in this way, like I was just sharing, it makes them a lot more likely to love what you love. Just a side note too, this isn't just how it works with kids, but really with anybody. If you show someone kindness and intentionality and take an interest in the things that they're interested in, then they're going to be more willing to listen to you and know that your kindness and love for them is genuine, whether it's your kids, your neighbor, or anyone else in your life. So Pastor Adrian Rogers said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So when you're trying to reach out to your own kids or you're trying to reach others for Jesus, do they know you care? Because that's what they want to know first. Are you sitting down your phone? You know, are you looking up instead of down? Are you really seeing people? Are you really seeing your kids? Are you loving what they love? Because doing these things will give you the opportunity to speak into your kids' lives and to tell them about Jesus. Because with our kids, these opportunities can come to us every day in big ways and in small ways and little conversations and in big ones, too. And we have to be ready and we have to be really paying attention and looking up and showing them kindness and that we care so that they want to know what mom or dad has to say. And last, I would just encourage you to use your words to show kindness and how you affirm your kids. So build them up with words of kindness. You know, make it clear that no matter what they do, that you will always love them and that Jesus will always love them. That even when you have to discipline them, which is never fun, but we have to do it sometimes. Because you love them, you are disciplining them. And this is because you want the absolute best for them. And this is what the Lord has given you as a job to do. You know, I have to tell my kids that every time, and I'm sure they're sick of hearing it, but they know that I mean that. And in Proverbs 31, 26, this is one of our foundational verses at Faithful 31 Moms. It says, she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. This is what we're called to do as moms. You know, we're called to be wise. We have to discipline, but we also can do all these things with kindness on our tongues. 
as moms. So remember that. A second part to this is to affirm your kids when you see them being kind to others. So something that I like to do, and I know that I've shared this before, is to affirm my two boys every night before they go to bed. And I just call this nighttime blessings. And so basically, it's just words of kindness and affirmation to them. It's simple things that I've seen them doing that day, like being kind to one another, to their siblings, um, inviting a neighbor to church. They've worked really hard at school. Maybe they had a test that day. Being kind to a teammate or someone from their dance class or something like that if you have girls. But things that have nothing to do with their performance but they have everything to do with them being kind and them becoming the person that God has made them to be. And so, you know, Jesus, he loves all of us like this. He loves you like this. He loves me like this, adults, kids, everyone, so that we can also show our kids by this example that we love them unconditionally with kindness and patience. And that's how Jesus loves us. And so, you know, that's so important that, you know, even though some days <laughs> your kids, it may be hard to find something to tell them that you've seen them doing well um, or to be kind or to be patient with them. Just remember that some days the Lord probably feels that way about us too. So it is so important for us to to find some way to encourage them in this way, because like I said, they're going to love what you love. They're going to know if you're being intentional about sitting down your phone and paying attention to them, and they're going to see you affirm them in kindness. And that is going to be the way that you can begin to teach them about Jesus because they're really going to want to listen to what you have to say. So this is just a closing fun idea that you can try for the summer with your kids. It's something that I call a jar of kindness. You can put this wherever in your house. You can use a mason jar, It really anything that you want to use. And anytime you see one of your kids doing something kind, you can, maybe you have a penny change jar or you have a bag of jelly beans or something like that. You can choose whatever you want to fill it with, but you can have your kids move over like a jelly bean or whatever it is to fill the jar anytime you catch them in an act of kindness. And it's just a fun way that once it's full, you can have that child choose something fun to do for everybody. So for all the siblings, for all the family, And this is going to be on your dime, mom, because this is a reward that the child has earned, of course. But if a sibling, you know, maybe gets the jar full, then they get to pick out, you get to go to Target and say, okay, you get to pick out your sister or brother something, and then they get to pick you out something too. Or sometimes my kids are like, hey, can we go get Icy's um, or Frosties or something like that that's not very expensive for everybody in the family? And so it would be something like that where everyone benefits. It's not just that one child. So they're always thinking about other people and showing kindness, even when they fill up the jar. Just a fun idea. So as I close, I just want you to be sure that you are following or subscribing to our podcast today, because that way all throughout the summer and throughout the year, you'll be notified whenever we have new episodes come out. For the last several devotional podcasts that we've had on Fruits of the Spirit, I've referenced this devotional from my hosting ministry, Love Worth Finding, called Walking in the Spirit. If you would like your own copy of that Bible study or a little free sample of that study, that will be in the show notes. 
Thanks so much for listening today. Please be sure to share this episode with a friend and follow me on Instagram at faithful31moms. If you've been blessed by this love worth finding ministry and you would like to give, there will be a link for that in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and remember to keep up the good work of pointing your kids to Jesus.